Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. So, today was, uh, how to put it, busy. <laughs> I don't know if busy is a strong enough word anymore, since busy is our usual state of being, and today was just more hectic. Yeah. Um, I made an appearance on The Bitter Truth with Abe. Did you? Yeah. Was it fun? We had a blast. He had a whole agenda <sighs> that he wanted to go through. We didn't go through his agenda. I hear Abe is coming back on our show next week. Yes, he will be on our show soon. We have to negotiate. His agent has to contact my agent. My agent has to contact his agent. And then both of their agents has to contact your agent. And then when all three agents agree, then he'll be on our show. So he'll never be able to be on the show because I want too much money. Sorry, Mm -hmm. Abe. You wanting too much money has nothing to do with anything else. But I'm never going to agree because y'all aren't paying me enough. We pay you more than enough. No. You get to eat. That's good enough. What exactly do you contribute? Why don't we talk about that for a second? What exactly do you contribute? He's trying to start a fight, guys. He's trying to make me punch him in the kneecap again. You you don't contribute though. You're even now. I give you something to use to contribute, and you veer it back towards not contributing. Why is that? How am I not contributing, you giant cocksucking asshole? <laughs> now that's better. Now you're engaging. <laughs> now it's. What are you trying to piss me off? Yes. Why? Because I want you to get a little. Ranty and go on a rant about the topic. But I don't want to rant. So, what's the topic tonight? Tell the people what we're going to talk about. So, I would like to know why. Why? People from. Holy shit, Odie, can you get your giant face away from me right now? (laughs) (laughs) Why people from other countries think it's okay to tell you they're going to charge you a lower rate for work and then. They just charge you, like, 15 times the number of normal hours and end up making, like, twice the normal rate. Yeah, we just did we just did a little study here on what a person did for somebody that she knows. And she asked me, what would I charge? And I read I you the said, task list. I said an hour. My initial reaction was an hour, and here's why. Because I think that you could actually do that in less than an hour. But then I upped it to two hours because... You know, there's always glitches like your computer reboots when it's not supposed to or the internet is down, etc. So you got to, you know, you have to account for that. It might take you longer. Right. So two hours was what I said. And if I were to charge $65 an hour, it would be $130 that I would be charging that person. And that's a pretty hefty rate. That's like a senior level rate. Right. $65 an hour. Theirs came up to like 245 at their measly like $5 an hour rate. Because they, well, it was, they isn't $5 an hour. 
They charged him 16 and a half hours for the same work. Eight times. That, that yeah. So they were $8 an hour. 15 That doesn't make any sense. They came up to 247 That doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't, because that would only be four times as much, but they charged eight times as much. $15 an hour times 16 and a half hours. And if minus two hours, then I would be eight times as much, which doesn't add up to that. But you're really only four times as much. He charged eight times as many hours. No, he charged four times as many hours. He charged... I don't... You're breaking my head. This is what the math says, okay? Don't argue with the math. No, the math's wrong. No, it's not. You're not calculating this correctly. So how many hours did he charge for? Sixteen and a half. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just fucking told you this. Hold on, sixteen and a half. You're not even listening to me. Sixteen and a half. No, I'm listening, I'm just confirming. And I said two. All right, and then you're claiming that his rate is 15. Okay. And then I'm saying my rate was 65. But the X where it's supposed to be since I screwed up. Okay. So that equals... Two hundred forty-seven fifty. Two four seven fifty. Equals thirty. So this is what doesn't make sense. How can I have charged about half of what he charged, yet he had eight times the number of hours? Because your rate is four times what his rate is. Oh, so you subtract that part out. Got it. That's what I was missing. Sorry. (laughs) Math was messed up. I said so. It was just my side of the math that was messed up. I mean, I'm pretty sure this person would have crapped his pants had this guy been charging $65 an hour. Um, yeah, because that's... That's what I thought you were going to say to me. Well, and what's interesting, what's interesting is there have been other projects, and this just seems to be the amount of time this person bills for this work. And it's just really alarming. Yeah, it would have been like $1,100. Yep. Which would be a nice payday for someone like us. But anyway, it leads me to the, it leads me down the same path as these people, like, you get quotes from them sometimes. And... They're they're quoting this, like, unreasonable number of hours. Like, they're quoting you a thousand hours for something you would you know it would take you a hundred. Which means it would take a normal person four hundred. And they're quoting you a thousand hours for it. You're just like, why? Like, if you need... If you're charging me five dollars an hour and you're quoting me a thousand hours because you need... Well, if it, $5, it would have normally take if it normally would have taken two hundred hours, and you're charging a thousand hours, you're charging five times as much. Why didn't you just charge twenty five dollars an hour? You're still going to be cheaper than most people, right? But your your numbers that you give will be more reasonable. Yet you'll still be getting the money you wanted to make, and I am spending what I want to spend, right? But that's why I insisted like this. 
most recent one, I insisted on flat fee bid because I don't want to play with, oh, it's another X hours or you've right. got to pay me this much extra. Well, you no. actually asked for all three. You asked for the flat fee rate and you asked for an estimate of how many hours it would take. And then you asked for what their hourly rate would be for anything out of scope. Therefore, asked, technically asking them what their hourly uh, well, rate yeah, is. Well, yeah, I forced them to tell me their hourly so rate. So then... I tricked them into that, I mean, when you think about it. Because if you're going to tell me that your hourly rate is $10 an hour, right? Right. But you're going to also tell me that the estimate is, let's say, $10,000, uh-huh. right? But the number of hours that you're estimating is 500 hours. Well, you're actually charging me $20 an hour for the development part of the project. Right. Not $10 an right. hour. So, you know, it tells me a lot about what you're up to and what I can expect later. Well, because if they're screwing you at that point, then you know they're likely going to screw with you later. Mm-hmm. But if they're charging you like if they're charging you like $10 an hour for the development time, and $15 an hour for the out of scope, you respect that. Yeah. Because it's not planned for. You understand. It's like when I package my hours. Well, or like the guy today. Like the guy that, like the guy today Mm -hmm. said, um, would you, if I had a longer term, bigger project, would you, would you be negotiable on your rates? Well, of course I'm going to be negotiable on my rates. Right. Because I would rather get paid, I don't know, 20% less, but be working... To have consistency. 180 right. hours a month. Right. 300 hours a month, whatever the hell it works out to, but you know what I'm saying? Having that guaranteed income is worth more than trying to squeeze the rate out. The rate is more for, oh, you only need me for four hours? This is my rate. I saw somebody in one of the groups the other day. They were asking like about how if their pricing seemed fair, and they're they were charging like they were doing like packages of hours. Okay. Okay, so they had one that was like forty hours for a month, which is perfect for like most people who wouldn't tell you yeah. ten hours a week. Okay, whatever. And then so their their rate for that. Let's just say it was four hundred to make it a nice even sure, number. Sure, ten dollars an hour, right? And then if you go over your number of hours, their hourly rate was higher. And I think that's totally fair. Because if they're under the number of hours, you're still getting your $400. Right. It's just if they go over and require more additional time, that's taking away from potentially your other clients. Well, that's exactly it. Because with the package deal, you can say to yourself, this is how many man hours I can cover. Oh, I just got 40 from this person. Right. Now I can only cover that minus 40. Right. Eventually you get to the point where it's at or close to zero. Right. Well, when they go over the, when they go under the 40, that doesn't affect your layout here because you just have more time to work on other projects. Right. But when they go over it, you got to charge them more than the package deal because they didn't buy it as a package deal. Well, now, what some places family time is right. taking away from other work. But what some places will do is if you charge, like in that example, four hundred dollars for forty hours, they'll offer another ten hours for a hundred more dollars. Right. So they'll still allow you to get the ten dollar an hour rate, but you got to buy a block of hours, and that's where the trick is. If they want only one hour, like if they only go 41 hours instead of 40, then you make them buy a block of 10. 
You just made $90 on that deal. Well, and what's interesting about most of these people who do the packages is they are 30-day packages. As in, you get those 40 hours for 30 days, and if you don't use them, you don't use them. Yeah. Right. They don't roll over. But my guess is that the successful ones somehow factor in... Oh, well, a couple months in a row, they used five hours less, so there's an extra ten hours. So this month, they went over by two, and I'm not charging them for that. I would think that that's what I would do. Like, for example, if I was getting a 40-hour package from somebody, and they only used 32 hours this month, and then they used 42 hours the next month, they wouldn't be being billed for those Well, and guess what, though? Guess what, though? You just made me think of something. You know, we have our Vital Factor meeting coming up soon, and... If you think about it, if you were to do a business line that was all packages, uh-huh. that's what you would, that's exactly what you would be doing is tracking, tracking the the dollars that you made more and how much time you put in. Right. Because if if you were selling, just to keep it an even number again, two hundred hours in a month, well, at your normal hourly rate, that might be four thousand dollars right okay but you might only make three thousand dollars because you sold it in packages but you also might only work 120 hours right for that three thousand dollars so yeah while you're on the hook for more hours you hardly ever have to work that many hours, so you're you're earning in the long run. You're actually earning more per hour. Yes, packages often work out that way, because because I feel like when you end up with a client that makes you like track your time diligently, and all this good stuff, most people are going to be honest, and they're not going to make as much money because they're going to just you know be honest. But then if it's the package thing, you just need to make sure you're giving them the value that they're looking for and they're happy. Right. If it takes you 40 hours, it takes you 40. If it takes you 10, then great for you as long as you're giving them the value they're looking for. Right. That's exactly true. And that's, and that's value is the key. Right. And really the way you get people to sign on with you in the first place is being different. Differentiation. Don't be the, Don't do what everybody else does. Change some of what everybody else does. Make right. it make it a little bit different. And I don't even mean do what everybody else does plus some because that makes it really easy for them to copy you. You pick and choose what you're good at out of what everybody else does and that's what you focus on and you're the best at that. Right. And then guess what? You're going to have clients that need someone who's organized. They're right. going to go... To if your skill, one of your strengths is organization, they're going to utilize you because they're not going to want to pay $40 an hour for somebody who is excellent at every single skill, like top level, executive level assistant. Right. They don't want to pay for that, but they don't have to. They only need help in this area and this area. So they find somebody who's cheaper, who's really good at those two things. Exactly. And they save money. Exactly. There you go. There's a virtual assistant post for you. <laughs> Uh, you can listen to this episode and refresh your memory and write the post on time this time. Still haven't turned in the other one. I know. Dingus. She writes the content calendar 
Then she takes part of the content calendar responsibility on herself and then proceeds to not make it on time for the content calendar. It kind of cracks me up. Tis all. Tis all, tis all. Well, to be fair, you were supposed to write all the blog posts and I was just trying to help. But at this point, I'm just making it worse and not helping at all. So I suck. (laughs) It just makes me laugh. But I... I get frustrated by those kind of companies that do that stuff because it gives everyone a bad name and then people are like, why, you know, I always hire offshore people because I save money. And then you You ask them, like, how much money do you really save? Right. That's why, like, another thing that they used to do, they're not, people are more wise to it now, but this is why I used to make money managing those projects, Mm -hmm. is they used to tell you it's going to take 100 hours. Uh-huh. And then at every step of the way, they would argue what's in spec, what's not in spec. Oh, it's going to be this much. And most people, they don't mind paying 2000 3000 4000 5000 for a good application. But when you tell them that it's only going to be $1,000 to do exactly what it is they want for an application, you don't want to be telling them it's going to cost extra. And so what I would do is I would always come in and I would work with the Indian company to create a spec for this company. And I would charge them $350 right. for the spec. And I would tell them that if you hire me, I will charge you 25% of whatever they bid. So if they bid $2,000, i will charge you $500 to manage the project flat. Okay. But, and out of that money, I guarantee you that we will finish on time. And they would pay me, you know, three whatever to create the spec. Then they, the spec would be perfect. Then they'd pay me like, you know, it was two grand or whatever, or 20 grand, let's say. And so they would pay me another $4,700 and I would manage the project. And what's great about it is each of those projects took me about five hours a week to manage. So you're making like a thousand dollars an hour managing projects by using that methodology. It worked really super well. Now and those places developers became a lot less honest. Well, and now they don't nest. They don't lie about. They don't try to pull the wool over your eyes after the fact. They pull the wool over your eyes prior to the fact, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like billing sixteen and a half hours for a two-hour maximum job. Right. When I heard on there three different databases, I guarantee you there's like something about his site that's running three different databases for whatever reason. And three different times he had to change the URL. It is literally opening the file in a text editor and doing a search and replace. It would take you about as long as it takes to open the file, hit control F, type uh. in what you're searching for, what you're replacing it with, and hitting enter. That's about how long it would take you to do that. And that's he and, and multiply that by three. So if it took an entire minute for all three total, it was a lot. Yeah. And then they get away with it, though. People will pay that. Because it's still only $250. And then they tend, people tend to get into the mindset of, oh, well, the American developer would have been $65 an hour times 16. Well, no, the American developer would have been $65 an hour times 2. Because it wouldn't have charged you 16 for that BS. Right. And that's where people need to realize that they'll save money with the, quote, more expensive company. Right. It's interesting. I think that's a blog post for you. Yeah, I already have that in my 
content list. Yeah. I try to keep a content list because one of the things my time management system is based off of is lists. And you're not supposed to try to keep things like that in your head. You're supposed to get it on a list. And then when you need something from that list, you review the list and pull it off. Makes sense. You know, that's why like today I had you pick the best of episodes for last week. And then I got because I had already picked two. These We've put out four now as of this point. You picked two, I picked two. And really, you picked... You picked two, I picked one, and we picked one because the trash bag basketball trash bag was basketball ours. basketball is like my love. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time I see the dumpster. Or it the guy. It also makes me laugh every time I see the guy that he looks like Mr. Clean. He still lives here. He still lives here. He looks like Mr. Clean. But I'm surprised with all the turnover on that side. He still lives here. He lived here before we did, too. He's lived here for a long time. Hmm. Did he live here before we did? Mm-hmm. I didn't think so. When when I encountered him in the laundry room that day, it was like right after I moved here, and he was saying that he'd lived here for like two years. Hmm. I don't think the girlfriend had lived here for two years. I think he lived here by himself, and then she moved in. Got it. Then she had a baby. Hmm. Now she really lives here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Interesting. Well... I think that if you think. I think we've beat the topic to death of these people who scam shit out of other people. Yes. Okay. Then uh, we can probably say goodnight then. Yep. I guess we can say goodnight then. Hasta la bye bye. Hi everyone, this is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed the show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.